0: I feel very blessed to be here with you this morning as we allow the Lord to deepen our understanding of this mystery of the transfiguration and what it means for your life and for my life. What makes Jesus shine? Why is He glowing and radiant like the sun? And what's amazing is the light is not coming from without. It's coming from within Him and shining outward to these three disciples who witness Where does Jesus get his strength to face all the different hardships and trials and persecution of his public ministry? Where does he get his strength to endure his suffering, his passion, unto death on the cross? What is this glory that breaks forth on the mountain and makes him radiant in the glory of God? Saint John puts it very simply. To help us understand this glory of God, the life of God, the mystery of God, He explains it very childlike and simple and yet very profound when he says, God is love. And here we have the love of God now incarnate, made visible in a human nature like ours. God is revealing his love in Jesus and this love is God's glory, and it's a glory that must pass through the cross, which is what scandalized Peter. He wanted to prevent Jesus from going to Jerusalem to suffer and die. But Jesus said this must be so. A love that is stronger than death itself. A love that is able to endure everything, taking on the sins of the world and achieving victory over sin, Satan, and death. This is God's glory. And I find it so amazing. At this moment of the transfiguration, right before He begins His Passion, what does the Father want Jesus to remember? What does He want us to know about His Son? What does the Father want to affirm over Jesus, of all the things that God the Father could have said, what does he say? This is my beloved Son. Where have we heard that before in the life of Jesus? Do you remember At the moment when Jesus was baptized, when He is about to begin His public ministry, He comes out of the water and the voice of the Father is heard only three times in Scripture. And twice He says the same thing. This is my beloved Son. And, G- and God wants us to listen to Him because Jesus is the pattern of our Christian life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus wants us to know that what happens to Him happens to us. Jesus shines with the love of the Heavenly Father. His belovedness just radiates out. He's aglow with the Father's delight. And this is the ground upon which Jesus stands firmly. This is the the source of His peace His joy. It's from this identity, this love as the beloved, that He is able to face all the hardships, the persecution, the rejection of His ministry, and even the violence, the hatred, and and what He suffered unto death. He knew who He was. I am the beloved Son of the Father. He was not defined by what He did. In fact, much of what He did was a failure. Many people walked away from His teaching. Many people rejected Him, and they even put Him to death. He did not get his identity by what other people thought and their opinions. He was not defined by what he had or didn't have. All these false identities that we are vulnerable to, Jesus knew who he was. And this was like a pillar of iron within his spirit, and this is what helped him to persevere in love against all the resistance, love unto death. If Jesus needed to hear this, what do you suppose the Father wants us to know more than anything else? What does the Father want to affirm about you and I? Our baptismal identity as beloved children of God. What is going to give us the strength to persevere in our Christian life, living out our faith in a world that is hostile to Christianity? A secular culture that often hates us. Where are we going to get the strength and the courage to stand with Christ? Where are we going to find the power to bear our crosses, our share of hardships for the gospel? It's in the same revelation and affirmation of who we are. You are my beloved child. To know who we are can help us to persevere to the end. I'll never forget, (laughs) this was back in, I think, 1998. No, no, I'm sorry, 2008, 2008, I was at Faithful Shepherd School, and a third-grade girl came up to me, and she said, Father, do you know my name? Uh Uh-oh. Now, there's 450 kids in the school at that time, and as you know, our parish family, we are 1,300 families. It is hard to know everyone's name, and yet we all know what a gift it is to say someone's name, to know that we are known personally. So I'm kind of in a pickle at this moment, and the Holy Spirit comes in and moves me to say, I took this child's face in my hands, and I bent over and said to her, Honey, your name is Precious, and you will always be very precious to me. You should have seen her. She lit up like a light bulb. She was aglow with rediscovering herself as beloved. And all I was doing was affirming how God saw her, what God gave her when she was baptized. You are my beloved. You are precious to me. In you is my joy. I never did find out what her real name was. And it didn't matter, because her core identity as the beloved of the Father was affirmed. And she skipped away with so much joy, she could have faced any storm that day. She knew who she was. My dear friends, doesn't God our Father want to take our face in His hands every day and say to you and I, you are precious, you are my beloved, you are my joy and delight. Now run along and live your Christian life imagine how much more we would be able to bear no matter what comes knowing who we are. Amen.